Hello and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zaratti. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free... Blah, blah, blah. Winnipeg Free Press music reporter, Aaron <laughs> Labar. That's me. I can't talk. I mean, it's... We're nearing the end of the year. <laughs> that sounded very uh, <laughs> bleak. Ominous. No, yeah. just the end of the year. Yeah. This is actually going to be the last episode of... 2019. 2019. I don't remember what total we got to. We're well we're into like, the 100s. We're like at one... 12 maybe or 15 something, maybe yeah something like that we don't do seasons we're just gonna keep going till we stop <laughs> till we stop yeah um so yeah kind of year end the themed kind of yeah uh Aaron did an interview with santa i did so we're gonna talk about that um and then we also have a extremely festive good or gross on deck for you How's your week, Jen? Week was good. Um, I've been feeling it's funny. Sometimes in the week before the holidays, mm-hmm. I either go one of two ways. It's either my productivity pants are on, or it's complete holiday head. And but my productivity pants have been on, so that has felt good. And yeah, uh, we kind of don't have an option for that one. No, I mean week. you have to just kind of <laughs> you have to get your power through. Done. Um, but I did decide instead of because I had kind of really fallen off the bandwagon with going to the gym Mm -hmm. and as listeners know i'm a very avid step aerobics doer right uh but i hadn't been in like a month so i decided i'm like you know what i'm gonna jump start it before instead of trying to start again in january when everyone is starting again because now i feel like i'm ahead of the game um and go on saturday and oh man (laughs) it was just like for whatever reason a particularly hard mix and my calves were like ball and i almost (laughs) fell down like walking it was tough who are you me i know (laughs) first is worst so i feel like i'm back into it but it was it was a painful literal reminder that the longer you're away the longer you're away so Mm -hmm. yeah that was a highlight for my week and then Mm. other otherwise just kind of clipping along holiday prep yeah how about yours uh we celebrated my grandmother's 85th birthday on the weekend oh happy birthday Teresa. yeah um she's like the funniest lady because she like her memory is not great that's one of the things that she's struggling with right now and she was like how's your boyfriend i'm like oh we're married and then she goes when and like (laughs) and it sounds like sad but it's yeah it's she it does upset her sometimes but she seems like very aware of the fact that she can't remember and she's right she, she seems kind of like okay with that. yeah but like she she just accepts it that she's yeah. not going to remember everything but um she also <laughs> has like volume control issues sometimes <laughs> and we took her to church first and then after church there's like a little coffee they call it where there's like cookies and savory food and people come and sing songs to her and like it's just like that's very nice it's very cute but she (laughs) and she's in a wheelchair and so she's parked like in the aisle and she turns to me at a very quiet part of this of the mass and goes thank you for coming (laughs) like so loud and then she goes tell that one pointing to my husband (laughs) and i was like all right i'm glad you're having a good time and then we took her to her like seniors home christmas party earlier in the week and busy week for nana yeah it was a lot there's like 200 people in one bathroom which is always alarming for me (laughs) (laughs) and she was not she was just like was not feeling it because it's a little overwhelming i think sure and um there was a guy 
uh, like a fellow resident at her table who very much wanted to dance and he was super cute and there was a band playing and so he went up and danced and she just leans over to me in like the shadiest way and goes let the fools have their fun whoa (laughs) and this is a woman who speaks english as a second language so it has a very (laughs) thick like eastern european accent oh that is and she just was like cracking me up all weekend so my favorite your nana story of recent times is when she looked at that photo of herself oh, from, yeah, from your my wedding. wedding yeah i'm in the middle i look great yeah <laughs> well yeah you do look great yeah no she is a she's she's a very funny funny lady and i am so happy to celebrate her birthday with her this week Aaron got an exclusive. I did. With Santa. Boy, did I work for it. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, and I'm putting this in my story that will be running Christmas Eve day, that it was harder to lock down an interview with the Polo Park Santa than it was any musician or pop star I have ever interviewed. It was was a longer, (laughs) more difficult process. I was passed from person to from the guy at Polo Park to the people who run the photography thing at the mall. And then, like, three people within that company back to the lady who works at Polo Park. Like, it was weeks, weeks of emails. I know this because I sit beside you. And (laughs) when you were, like, there was a time where you're like, I don't think this is going to happen. There was a time where I tried to book a spot to go (laughs) sit on his knee and be like, hi, can I ask you some questions? But then it was book solid until Christmas. Um. First of all, I can't believe Santa's like appointment only in many instances. Well, now. you could still do walk up, but like but all like, the all the appointments that you could pre-book, yeah, were booked, were booked yeah. of course. Um, and the other thing that blew my mind was that you were passed to someone whose email address was Santa Wrangler. Oh yeah, that's also in my lead because it made <laughs> me laugh so much. But yeah, I got a chat. I got a chance to chat with him um, as Santa, as Santa, not as a man playing Santa, right? And he answered my questions in a very cute, adorable way. And I'm excited to write that little story. Something cute and fun for the holidays. Yeah. But it kind of brought up the larger question of telling kids about Santa. Yeah. Whether to do it at all or Mm -hmm. to be transparent about the fact that it's not a real thing. Or do you act as though it is a real thing to like, quote unquote, keep the magic of Christmas alive for children. And like, at what point is it a lie? Right. Or is it a lie? Or is it a lie? Uh, that's a tough one. That is a yeah. that is a parenting minefield that I think people don't think about. Yeah. Because not only are you making decisions for your own kid, your kid also goes to places where they interact with other kids. Right. Who have, you know, myriad belief systems. Um, you know, like kids that don't celebrate Christmas at all don't have Santa. Yeah. Are, are aware of Santa. Do they believe in Santa? Like, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Like, there, there was an article that I shared with you from mm-hmm. The Atlantic that I was reading, just kind of navigating all of this. And mm-hmm. some parents are, were like, we don't do Santa. And we say, Santa is a thing that other kids enjoy and may believe in. We don't do that, but don't spoil it for other kids. Right. Or some people who are like, who have been point blank asked by their kids, like, is Santa real? And some parents panicking and being like, I don't know. Maybe. Seems like. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I love the what do you think. Refrain. Yeah. Flip you know, it onto them. I, I find I find it challenging to reconcile calling Santa like a damaging lie. Like you're mm. harming your child by allowing this sort of myth of Santa to continue. I don't, right. I personally 
don't consider it the same as like actually lying to your child about something important. I mean, I understand why people would perceive it that way. But for me personally, that's just not how I see it. I think it's important to acknowledge that in society we lie all the time and that lying is not a black and white issue. Right. We lie to spare people's feelings. We lie all the time. Like it's just, it's one of those. And I think it's And sometimes honestly, it's just easier. Yeah. (laughs) It just just is. If no one's going to get hurt by it. Yeah. It's just easier sometimes to fib it out. And there is, um, I don't know who said this first, but it's kind of a well-known quote about how honesty without tact is cruelty. Mm -hmm. Um, So is that lying? The little white lies that we all kind of tell just to kind of, you know, keep society humming along. Like, I don't think it's as lies are bad, black or white issue. Like, I think there's a gradient and I think Santa fits on that. Um, However, it's also like, it's a, it's a thing we perpetuate, right? Like, and and it is, I'm I'm sorry if kids are listening to this. I doubt they are, but (laughs) you shouldn't be. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, You know, it is, something that is untrue so technically we had this discussion yesterday though really it's it's fictional it's a character for sure so like is fiction a lie or is that i don't know i think or is it just untrue and is being untrue and being a lie the same thing no it's not yeah i think people who i don't know how many kids legitimately believe that santa is a real man that comes down their chimney I don't know. And I don't know at what age that sort of just organically fades away. I mean, like, I don't remember when I found out about Santa. Mm -hmm. I don't remember being particularly scarred. I think I've been a cynic from the word go. So I think I probably suspected like... doesn't surprise me even a little bit. (laughs) I think I kind of was like, hmm. (laughs) And it's also, I mean, as you get older and you start realizing, it's like, oh, some Santas bring iPhones and expensive electronics and some Santas don't. For me, that's where things get get more murky. Totally. Is like privilege-based Santa. Absolutely. (laughs) Because that's a real thing. It is. It is for sure. Absolutely. I think that is a more interesting thing to kind of analyze than the the lie part is kind Mm -hmm. of how we perform Santa Mm -hmm. Um, as well. I remember I wrote a blog post when I used to do Screaming All Caps, which was a feminist blog that I ran with uh, my co-blogger Marlo Campbell. And uh, I wrote a post that, and I can't believe no one has had this take before and no one has since. Like it was one of those rare times as a Maybe you should recycle it into a column. "Hmm," About how Santa and the lap sitting thing is such a teachable way about consent. Because and, yeah, and boundaries and boundaries because mm-hmm. some kids don't want to, and I don't believe we should make them. Like I, do, I really don't like the screaming, crying photos that people kind of laugh at. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel very uncomfortable because it's like that's scary. And when you break it down, you're like asking your kid to sit on the lap of a man they've never a met stranger, before, and like yeah. you know he might smell weird or like his costume is itchy or like what you know. There's lots it's of sensory issues, yeah. too, right? Like, and uh, I remember some people were really upset by this. And a lot of parents, though, that I'm friends with were like, I have never thought about the, the, this way. Mm-hmm. And it kind of led to really interesting conversations with their kids about, like, do you want to do this? And some yeah. kids were like, yes. Some kids were like, no. And some kids were like, let's try again the other another day. Yeah. Like, my niece went twice because she, <laughs> she panicked and said she wanted a thing that she didn't want and then felt the need to go see Santa again to clarify yeah um so yeah but i think with kids that aren't cool with it it's kind of a really age-appropriate way to talk about boundaries and what you feel comfortable with right and it's okay to say that you don't want to absolutely yeah you're not inconveniencing anyone you're not making you know and i i've seen that in you know 
mall lines where people are hot and uncomfortable and it's like well yeah. let's just get this done yeah well maybe just take a moment and ask like, them do you really need to do you yeah. really want to or like why if they're visibly upset yeah why force them yeah to it when it's so, so not a necessity and i mean I, to to be clear i have no problem with the sitting on santa's lap tradition itself it's no. it's that part of it that i when i was a kid we did do some santa visits didn't love them but at um, my church, we do the St. Nicholas because it's yeah. a more like religious aspect to it, I guess. And it was always somebody's dad who dressed up in it. And every <laughs> kid got the same bag of goodies with yeah. an orange and a cookie. So it was very like diplomatic. Yes. And I remember my dad was St. Nicholas one year and I didn't know it was him. And then the, my brother was sitting on the floor with some of his friends and he's like, say hi, say hi, dad, into the microphone. I was like, hi, dad. And then, no, it was him. Um, <laughs> and then my parents, I was, I, I think I was like Six, and I really wanted to take a picture of Santa, so I slept on the couch right next to the Christmas tree. And oh my I, God. and I didn't wake up because I was a child. Mm-hmm. But my parents, bless their souls, um, stuffed a pair of red sweatpants and like taped it to the inside of the fireplace. Hilarious! And put boots on it and d- took a picture of it. And I was like convinced that I had a picture of Santa stuck in our chimney and for me my reaction to that story is not your parents lied to you no it's that's magical and that's like a lot of effort to go to because they knew i wanted to see him so badly yeah and i think it was not long after that that like i figured out that my parents had done that sure but um i i will always appreciate the effort they went to to kind of keep that magic magic for a year or two longer because you know it's not it doesn't last forever no kids grow up real fast so and i mean also you pointed out too the fact that Santa. There's two compelling pieces of evidence that could really trick a kid. I feel <laughs> one, Santa has a postal code. Yes, H O H O H O. So clearly, I mean, real people have postal codes. Yes. The second piece of compelling evidence is that NORAD tracks Santa. Yes. <laughs> so I remember my parents' effort thing that I just remember now talking about this is that they would get a male friend to phone me. Oh, on Eve. that's very good. Santa on the phone. I think it was usually my papa yeah. who died this year. So it was oh, kind of a little yeah. fun memory. But yeah, I would, I would typically get a Christmas Eve telephone call from the big man. Yeah. Which... See, my uncle's a weatherman. So ah, he does the yes. NORAD tracking. So I'm like, well, Uncle John wouldn't lie to me. I mean, it's a reputable source. <laughs> it's right a there. reputable guy. He's my <laughs> uncle. And he's telling me that Santa is over Norway. So exactly. Like, so it must be true. <laughs> done. <laughs> uh, we were talking about... Kind of, it's year-end list time, like mm-hmm. as well as holiday things. We we're also working on all our our year-end stuff. Yeah, um, and we were kind of talking about cultural FOMO, which I think is a subject we've visited before. Maybe. Oh, I'm sure. Whatever, it's a perennial issue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're kind of feeling it. Yeah, I feel it more this year than I have mm-hmm. maybe ever. Mm-hmm, me too. Uh, like specifically with my beat of music, mm-hmm. like I feel like it's impossible to keep up with everything. And then it makes me feel like I'm not doing my job well enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. And like I go to a lot of shows, I go to review a lot of shows, but then when I have my own personal time, my inclination is not to go out to more shows. Right. But then I feel like, well, if I'm not doing that, then I'm not participating in that sort of like discovery aspect that I can then relay on mm-hmm. to readers but then like at what point am I sacrificing all of my personal time to right. do stuff that like maybe I don't actually really want to do every night you know what I mean yeah it's tough like and I also think there's a few things happening one there's just too much 
content, content all in, the time in general and this isn't about music but kind of an interesting sidebar that i was thinking about yesterday um watching the mandalorian which mm-hmm. is the star wars show on disney plus those are coming out weekly and i've kind of noticed that there's been more of a return to appointment television and yeah. i think maybe we're exiting the era of binging because I'm i think fine with that people are like all right <laughs> well know? yeah it's, it's too much it's too much and so i like a colleague of ours is trying to put together a tv <laughs> list for the end of the year it's too much and like she's like Oh, like should I watch more episodes of Succession like what about Paul Rudd like it's just you get into these existential crises yeah. and, I, and I, crises and I think people don't realize how much thought and effort we put into these pieces well and, yeah and it's really paralyzing and it's hard to have an opinion about everything it it is it's impossible and nor should you have yeah. an opinion about everything it's impossible um but back to the music thing mm-hmm. I found and I posted facetiously a top 10 albums list that was just Lizzo 10 times because I feel like that's all I listened to this year mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think since I stopped covering music I got way more um I think just the pressure was off yeah because it wasn't part of my job yeah but for someone who considered or still considers music a big part of my identity it was a bit strange at first to be like oh I don't have like a top 10 albums list that I stressed about and well yeah you know i mean mine just came out today and already people are in the comments you know throwing in their very aggressive two cents about oh, yes. how i don't know how to do my job and etc etc which is fine everyone's entitled to their opinion and, and few things bring that out quite like like, like a year-end list yeah <laughs> um i lost my train of thought but yeah my what i was gonna say is that i often now don't title them best of list yeah i title them my favorite list because it's like, how can you discern what is the best totally. out of a pool that is infinite? Well, like, it's impo- well you can't. That's the thing. You can't. And and kind of in much the same way, I am rejecting the sort of New Year's resolution thing. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of rejecting the list thing as well because it's like I don't know that we constantly need to like rank stuff you know what i mean like and also everyone has their own opinions about things anyway yeah and in in a case where it's so subjective as i was saying to you everybody's right everybody everybody's right is that eva- is their t- top 10 list for themselves is completely valid because it's what you like and what's mm-hmm. your favorite and i actually, just happen to have a platform in which to place this list totally yeah and if you can get through the aggressiveness of mm-hmm. the commentary sometimes sometimes i find it's actually a compliment when people get upset with me because I didn't mention them because clearly my endorsement of the thing that you like matters to you. Right. And so in some way, I actually find that roundabout roundabout way. I actually find that like, okay, that clearly you look to me for guidance, guidance or endorsement. (laughs) Right. You know? Right. And so if you don't see it there, it actually in a weird, very roundabout way is kind of flattering. Mm, All right. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any more lists that you're doing? No, I just did my best albums because that's enough for me. I think like yeah. emotionally and mentally Fair I think enough. it's enough. I know you're working on a couple though. Yeah, I'm doing, well, one's not really a list. I, I'm writing, I'm working on a column kind of doing a compare and contrast of 1999 versus 2019. Okay. Um, kind of out of a conversation we had on the podcast about how it really feels like we're on the precipice of big change mm-hmm. in the same way that 99 felt. Like this is, it just seems like this is the do or die decade when it comes to climate. This, uh, so many like things. Political, economic. Yeah. yeah. Like it kind of feels like, yeah. you know, it, it has that same momentousness that t- 
2009 did not. Yeah. So I want to explore that a bit. But the top list I'm working on, and if you want to email me to help me with this, because it's <laughs> difficult. What she's saying is please email her and help please her Please email with me. It. Is like 10 most defining, I'm going to say, not top, but most defining pop culture moments of the mm-hmm. decade. That's really difficult i mean i feel like it's going to be 10 different memes but (laughs) (laughs) as it should be but if you have any thoughts on this please get in touch with me we're gonna do a good or gross that we've been wanting to do for weeks now because we keep hearing about it on the radio and on tv and on on billboards like i've been seeing ads for this item non-stop since thanksgiving pretty much and the item is the christmas pizza from boston pizza we're gonna do it guys we're gonna do it because i'm just it has like some things okay so full it's christmas dinner but on a pizza pizza. that's their slogan yeah and like this christmas dinner is my favorite dinner i love turkey like almost in a natural unnatural amount i would eat turkey (laughs) every day if i could love potatoes love gravy love cranberries so so on stuffing which i know is controversial because everyone loves seasoned bread apparently i love seasoned bread no i'm i'm not into it but this pizza i am gonna pull up the the little listy okay so all the flavors of a traditional christmas dinner dot 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 on a pizza you were correct (laughs) seasoned rotisserie turkey house-made stuffing rosemary sage cream sauce i guess that's the base Mm -hmm. and italian cheeses served with cranberry sauce and warm turkey gravy also came with a toblerone so this appeals to me for one reason, which is I, my dad's side of the family is Italian. Mm. And so Christmas Eve would often include lasagna okay. for us, um, along with the Christmas accoutrement. Yeah, yes. um, so it doesn't feel weird to me to kind of meld those ideas. Although I am relieved it's not a tomato sauce because I think that would, that would be, be like a bridge too far. I'm, I think my bridge too far is the gravy. <laughs> there I'm is... a little concerned about the gravy. <laughs> so we got this delivered. There's I should con- say a container of gravy that we pour over it Drizzle? i believe pour it's pretty sizable and there's Dip? cranberries i don't know i will say we ordered the small size and it was 18.99 so it's not cheap so like that's enough. that's that's pretty <laughs> expensive actually all right it smells good okay are you gonna do you want me to assemble yeah the smell is very herbaceous i think yes from the herbaceous is a good stuffing. word there's too many onions i can tell you already not, that's not a concern for me should i drizzle this on top i guess okay Oh, it's a little gelatinous. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably better when you order it. Or dip. Should we dip I think this? No, I think you just got to pour it on. I think okay. you got to just commit. It's gelatinous. You can do it. It's okay. Maybe it's supposed to be gelatinous so it doesn't make it too soggy. Well. Okay, that's good. That's enough. <laughs> and then cranberry. Yeah. I should I'm also made, going to. I should have maybe brought a spoon. I did bring okay. napkins, though, because I sensed that this would be a mess. I'm also just going to. Just blop it on there. Blop. Blop is a good word. Yeah. I don't know if we can get any Foley sound. It doesn't sound like anything. Okay. <laughs> I want this piece because it has few onions on it. Sure. I'm going to grab this piece. I actually, you know what? I've never oh, been no. into the turkey cranberry business. It really does taste like oh, mm, too much rosemary for me already. Mm-hmm. Well, it just tastes like herbs to me. Yeah. It's, hmm. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a classic case of too many flavors. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a when I come when it comes to pizza, I'm a three toppings max. Same kind of girl. I'm actually a plain cheese girl. Are you really? Yeah, and I like a margarita pizza, right? Which is basil, tomato, and mozzarella. Right. Three flavors. Three flavor rule. Mm. Um, yeah, I for me it's too much sage. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Sage. Yeah, I'm not a big sage person. I think, I think that's you... why I like my mom's stuffing because uh-huh. she doesn't go bananas with the sage. Well, I like the smell of it, but the taste. Like somehow it's both too many flavors and also really bland. I know. Like I don't know how that's possible. Mm-hmm. Like there's too many things happening, but also there's like no seasoning other than sage or rosemary. There's no salt or pepper. Yeah, it's it's very strange. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would order that again. I would be I should have tasted a piece without the toppings. Well, but I feel like you need the gravy in. Well, that's where the flavor happens. Maybe that's why the the pizza itself is relatively Mm -hmm. bland because the cranberries and the gravy. You know what? I think if you're gonna do a festive pizza, yeah, stick with the pierogi. Mmm. Yeah, pierogi pizza is the bomb. Yeah, it's very good, and it still is kind of like festive. If you're Ukrainian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, for the price, I don't... Yeah. I don't know. And there's also kind of like a very strange citrus. Like, maybe the cranberries. At the end? The cranberries? No, it's in the... the, I think it might be in the white sauce. Like in the cream sauce. There's definitely orange in that cranberry sauce. Okay, mine's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very medium on this. I don't know if I'd go so far as gross. No. But I would say not my favorite. I don't know that it's a full good either. No, it's like very medium, a hard, a hard medium. I think if you like sage, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> and yeah, and gravy on your pizza, then give it a whirl. Gravy but, on your pizza? I mean, well, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> I know, but like who actively likes that? Like, who, Yeah, I don't know that that quite works, but yeah. well, I'm glad we tried it. Now we know. Try. Now we know. That's it for us until I know January. So we hope all our listeners have a great holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be back in 2020. And you can find everything that we've written in the meantime at winnipegfreepress.com. You can also follow us on social media. I'm at Jen Zarati on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Naya Rabble on Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you next year. Bye.